This is Rhema for Today. I hadn't heard anybody preach divine healing. And on the bed of sickness as a young Baptist boy studying the Bible, I thought I'd found out something that anybody else know anything about. And I began to see about faith and healing. Prayed the prayer of faith for myself and was healed. Well, then it wasn't any problem because I saw that. I always, always was able to walk in health. I've been able to walk in health now for 48 years. And we always was able to get our children healed. Praise God. But we struggle financially. I keep saying that over and over. I'm going to get that over to you. I want to show you how to get that, how to get out of your struggle. See, all those years, you see, we pastored 12 years and we struggled financially. The church struggled, I struggled. Now, why? Because they didn't know any more than I did. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Confession, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, the thing that I need to watch is this. That I don't, you know, one time say, yes, that's true, praise God, God meets all my needs, and then turn around and make some other kind of a statement, some other kind of confession. Yeah, God supplies all my needs, but it looks like we're going to have to, well, we're going to just lose our house, we can't, we can't make the payments. We're going to lose the automobile, we can't make the payments. Because, you see, if I do that, then I nullify what I've just got, what I'd already formally said. You see, that's when he said, hold fast. You see, hold fast to our confession. Stay with that. And if you'll do it, it'll work for you. Now, in the face of all the evidence that contradicts our faith, we maintain our confession and declare that the Word of God is true, and uh, we continually continue to confess our faith. Hallelujah. Now, Hebrews 11, one is a text that you're familiar with. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, I read to you the King James translation. Another translation said that we're convinced of what we do not see. But I like the New English translation better than any of them. And it reads that faith is giving substance to things that you hope for. I like that. Faith is giving substance. I remember on one occasion I was believing and confessing along a certain line and all, every, every, all the evidence, you know, uh, said it isn't so. And, and no matter what I did, every, every time you turn, you see, the devil's saying to my mind and to my physical senses, you see, you know, well, it's not working, it's not so. And I just, every time I'd answer him, I said, my faith is giving substance to that. My faith is giving substance to it. Well, I hadn't finished through the day of confessing that until it, it came into being. But if I hadn't held fast to my confession, you see, it wouldn't have, see. My faith is giving substance. Well, it's not there yet. I said my faith is giving substance to that. Praise God. And so uh, we need to do this. I think, I think here is one place where believers miss it. And that is that we fail to see and to know that actually, that there are, are two kinds of knowledge. You know, there is natural human knowledge, as I call it. Uh, you know, just like you, you go to school and learn. We, we went to school and learned the, 
multiplication table, didn't we? We have knowledge of that. We put the multiplication table into practice. And, uh, and that kind of knowledge is based, you see, upon uh, uh, what many people call sense evidence. And some people call it sense knowledge. Well, those are good terms, all right. But uh, then there is knowledge that's revealed to us in God's word. Hallelujah. Now, you see, there's not a way in the world from the, from the physical standpoint, you see, from, from the natural standpoint, from the sense knowledge standpoint, from the mental standpoint. There's not a way in the world for me to know that by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. I mean, even if you'd been there seeing him whipped, you wouldn't know it. Amen. Amen. But see, the Bible tells me. The Bible reveals that knowledge to me, doesn't it? The Bible reveals that knowledge to me. That himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The word of God tells on us that he's laid on him the iniquities of us all. Well, you couldn't see him laying the iniquities of, of us all on him. I mean, I mean, even those that were there and saw him crucified didn't know. Remember, they asked him after he was raised from the dead, the very, his very closest followers said, Lord, will thou this time restore the kingdom to Israel? They didn't even know what Jesus died for. Now, we think we know because we read the epistles that reveal it to us. But if you just had the four gospels, you wouldn't even know what Jesus died for. Amen. There's no way in the world you could see with your physical eye and know with, with human intelligence that God laid on the iniquities of us all on him. But you believe it. Why do you believe it? Because the Bible has revealed it to you. Well, by the same token, he laid on him the sickness and the disease of us all. Hallelujah. He himself took our infirmities. He not only took our sin, he himself took our infirmities and our sicknesses. Well, how do you know that? The Bible said so, see? So the Bible reveals to us knowledge. We call it revelation knowledge. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, and you know, I just rejoice in the, in the revelation of the knowledge of God's word that's revealed to us. I, I, I speak sometime along this line of, uh, you know, that we, we walk in the light of what we know. And many of us for years, it's like I say, I was born and raised in Southern Baptist. Well, of course, we were thoroughly versed in, on the new birth, being born again. Praise God for that. But then we didn't get very far beyond that. I mean, you know, you could get born again, then just sort of go through life the best you can. You know, and ups and downs and ins and outs. And maybe, you know, but, but then some of us began to see from the Word of God. That I, I hadn't heard anybody preach it. I hadn't heard anybody preach divine healing. And on the bed of sickness as a young Baptist boy studying the Bible, I thought I'd found out something that anybody else know anything about. And I began to see about faith and healing. Prayed the prayer of faith for myself and was healed. Well, then it wasn't any problem because I saw that. I always, always was able to walk in health. I've been able to walk in health now for 48 years. And we always was able to get our children healed. Praise God. But we struggle financially. I keep saying that over and over. I want to get that over to you. I want to show you how to get there, how to get out of your struggle, see. 
All those years, you see, we pastored 12 years and we struggled financially. The church struggled, I struggled. Now, why? Because they didn't know any more than I did. <laughs> if I'm going to struggle, they're going to struggle. You know what? That's true, isn't it? Sure, they're not going to rise above what they're taught. And you know, you can't teach something you don't know. And so we just struggled. I mean, I mean, life financially was a battle. You know, we got through some way, somehow. <laughs> Amen. Just a praying and a clawing and a kicking. Now, you never thought about it. I don't know why you feel stupid now, you know, as you look back, you know. <laughs> you know, hindsight's better than foresight, isn't it? You know, on a lot of things, as you look back, you feel stupid, don't you? They wonder what in the world I ever did that for Sometimes you look back and wonder why you ever believed something you believed. You see? And so we just struggle. And, and you know, God, if I'd have taken time, he would have told me before. But you see, our problem is we think we already know all there is to know on certain subjects. You know. And, and, if, and if we don't know it, surely don't anybody else know it, you know. Because after all, look who we are. Like Brother Lindsay said years ago, Gordon Lindsay, who's editor of Christ for the Nation, used to be voice of healing. And a friend of him called and told him about Brother Branham, some miracles happening, you know, great, great miracles happening in his ministry. Well, now, see, he was a Baptist minister to begin with, see. So uh, Brother Branham was talking, I mean, Brother Lindsay was talking to some of his colleagues of the Pentecostal. No, no, God couldn't be in it because if God's going to use anybody, he'd use a Pentecostal, so, and so it couldn't be right. <laughs> See how biased we are, whatever we are. Isn't that about right? You know, I remember, I remember when I first, uh, uh, you know, of course, I was born and raised Southern Baptist, and, they, uh, and, and I got around to Pentecostals because they believed in divine healing. And that strengthened my faith, you know. It just helps you to get around folks believing like, see. But now they talked about the Holy Ghost and speaking with tongues, you know, and I just sort of closed my ears to that. <laughs> you know, of course, after all, well, we've been taught, you know, and you're born again, you have the Holy Ghost, you're born of the Spirit, and, and uh, that's, that's it. You know, you got the Holy Ghost, period. And, uh, and I sort of closed my ears to that and decided I'll put up with a little fanaticism just to have some faith and some fellowship around faith and healing. <laughs> But one thing that helped me more than anything else, a Baptist pastor came along and preached. See, and I listened to him now because he's Baptist. <laughs> now, I got my ears open in a hurry, you see. You see, he's pastor of First Baptist Church. The church is not very far, a town not very far from us, you see. Now, see, these other fellows, these Pentecostal people preached on the same subject and said the same thing, and I never did hear it. You understand what I mean when I said I never heard it? Now, I was sitting there, you know. But I just thought I'd let it go in this ear and out that ear. You know, I ain't paying a lot. But now I perked up my ears, you see, when this Baptist fellow, you know, because after all, see, see, he's Baptist. You know, I used to think the Lord Jesus Christ and all his apostles were Southern Baptist. It came a real shock to me when I found out they weren't. I know Paul couldn't have been Baptist. He said, I thank God I speak with tongues more than y'all. I mean, that would have been virtually impossible for him to have been Baptist, wouldn't it? Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagen's two-CD set entitled Winning the War of Words. Next is Kenneth E. Hagen's four-CD set Knowing God as Your Father. The last item is Lynette Hagen's slimline book God's Peace, all for the price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I say all the time, thank you for helping us to bring hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the world. world. Yes. Well, how is that being done? It's through our word partners. Well, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us on a regular basis. Somebody that sends in an offering at least once a month to help support Raymond. Yes. Now, you know, many people think they can't give because they don't have much to give. Hey, listen, if everybody gives what they can, no matter the amount, yes. then it helps us to be able to continue this program, to be able to continue our Bible schools all yes. around, to keep winning more people to God. And so if you would like to be a word partner, just go to rhema.org slash, that forward slash, all the information's yes. there. I want to thank you that are already word partners, but I want to thank you that will become word partners with us. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Confession. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.